when you're first getting started with your book and you want to get it out into an ebook format, it seems incredibly confusing. And this is because you're hearing about these different types of formats and a lot of the decisions that are going to go into self-publishing your book in an ebook format. And that's why you're going to want to stick around for today's video. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. In today's video, we are going to discuss how to self-publish an ebook step-by-step guide. So let us get straight into it. So the process of writing your ebook. Now, when you're going to do this, there's a couple things you need to keep in mind. Your first step is choosing your topic or genre. And there are a number of ways in which you're going to go about doing this. The first thing is you're going to reflect a little bit on your interests and your passions. And a lot of this also deals with things that you're actually good at. Maybe you already have a degree in this subject, or maybe this is something you've already been doing for many years. Like puppy training, you have a dog of your own, as opposed to trying to jump into a category or topic for which you have no previous experience. If you're writing fiction books, you may in fact choose to write in a genre that you yourself read and are familiar with. That will give you an advantage when you're getting started. The second thing is you're gonna research market trends, and audience demand. This is where the keywords come in. We're looking to see, are there even books selling like the book you're thinking about putting on the market? If there aren't, is that okay with you that you're going to put the book out there and make no sales? Don't think you're going to come up with the first idea, the first book ever, and that it's going to make a killing. This is a common misconception among authors, and it just doesn't work out that way. Also, don't underestimate for yourself thinking, I don't care if I make any money at all. Once it's out there, we sort of would like to see those sales happening. And this is where the planning phase comes in. That's one of the reasons I put I recommend uh, Katie Spy. You can find my affiliate link below for finding the right keywords for your specific uh, book that you're writing those exact keywords where we see that great ratio between not so many books but the books on that topic are selling a lot in addition you're going to want to assess your unique perspective what is it this angle or slant that you have to bring to the table and when you're going about choosing this exact genre you're going to be going into the next thing is you're going to be developing an outline or writing plan that means you're going to figure out first of all what is your objective? What is it that you're trying to achieve? You're going to break it down into the key points and supporting details around that exact thing so you know exactly how the story is going to go or if it's nonfiction, the exact aspects of the book that you're going to be hitting for this specific thing and then you're going to organize it and structure it into an outline so that you can start writing. Now some people like to do it, I think they call them pantsers, like to just write by the seat of their pants where you just write it out and see what happens. Well this is not a particularly effective method for most people. The people it's most effective for are people who already are outstanding writers and you know exactly what to do because going back and then trying to fix things and organize it if you just write it all first is usually a very painful process as opposed to if you can hold it to a line or a storyboard for your for your fiction books that you're writing this can be a very helpful thing to do the next thing is we're going to be creating an, a writing schedule. You need to determine your optimal writing time. And the reason we're doing this is because if you just say, I will write when I feel inspired, and the answer is you're never going to feel inspired. So your book's never going to get done. You should set specific and achievable goals so that you will not burn yourself out, but at the same time get as much productivity as you possibly can when you're working on your book. You're going to create a consistent writing routine. That is every day. Here's the routine. I have this 
this location. I have these tools. I'm going to be spending this much time. And here is the outcome I'm trying to get. The next thing to look at is strategies for completing your manuscript. A couple of these involve breaking it down into manageable tasks where you're going to be able to just check them off as you go through. You're going to establish a writing routine like we talked about and stick to it. This is an important one. That's one of the reasons I recommend having a writing coach or somebody who can hold you accountable for this process. I work with my group uh, group coaching clients as well as my one-on-one clients in this exact area where we're going back and forth and looking at what is the routine, what progress are we making, what's the next step, looking at a daily basis of what's going on. These are definitely programs you should check out below in the description if that is of use to you. Then you're going to use productivity techniques. We should not just let it go and see what happens. You should be using things like a task management system like uh, Todoist, which is the one that I recommend that I use to make sure that I'm staying on track as we're moving through through the different steps necessary to get the book complete. So the combination of these can be very helpful when you're getting started. So proofreading and editing your book. The first thing here is the importance of proofreading and editing. This cannot be understated because we want to ensure that you have ensure that you have the accuracy and clarity that your readers are going to expect. We do not want to be getting one and two star reviews as a result of a poor quality manuscript that we're putting out there. And using proofreading and editing is a great way to do this. It enhances the professionalism and credibility. These people will be more willing to give you better reviews and purchase your future books. In addition, it'll improve the overall effectiveness and impact of your writings. And this is something that definitely needs to be considered when you're starting your book to understand that you've, okay, you've finished the first draft, but then we need to make sure that we're getting this thing proofread edited before we get it out on the market. Next, we're going to do self-editing tips and tools. This means there's a couple ways to do this. You don't have to pay a fortune to do this. You should take a break before editing. So we don't want to mix our editing and our writing at the same time. It's such an important thing. We're going to read aloud and use spell check tools. I recommend personally, Grammarly, you can find my affiliate link below in the description to that particular tool for, for uh, editing. You can also listen to it. I use a tool called Voice Stream on my iPhone, which I think was like $9 is so cheap. And then you can just listen to the whole thing be read, which is a really great way to do it. There's also online ways that you can do this as well. You should use editing checklists and style guides to make sure that the quality of what you're doing is top notch. Next, we're going to hiring a professional editor. That's another thing, pros and cons. And the reason you might want to do this is for quality assurance to make sure you really have the top the downside, of course, is that it's going to cost you a bit of money to do this, but you're going to have an objective perspective outside yourself as opposed to self-editing. You'll have somebody else. If you have the budget, this is definitely a great way to go. But on the positive side, you're going to have time and energy savings. And so you're not going to have to spend all of this energy, which if you've done editing, you understand the pain and suffering that can be involved in that process. So formatting your ebook. So there's popular ebook formats. That would be EPUB, Mobi, and PDF. These would be the big three. Now, above these three, the EPUB one is probably the most powerful because it can be used on virtually every single platform. But the Mobi one also is previously was the one that was used mostly on Amazon. It is used, I believe, on one other platform, but they're moving away from it. So EPUB is still the way to go. And then PDF is great if you just want to sell it and you don't really want to spend too much time trying to figure this process out. And also when somebody gets a copy, they don't need some fancy reader. Everybody has a PDF reader built onto their own computer and on their iPhone or Android devices. So you don't have to worry about it. If you put it into the PDF format, you're completely set. Next, Overview of formatting tools. We have Caliber, Scrivener, Vellum, and Juto. These are all 
great tools. Caliber is mostly good for actually looking at the ebook and seeing how it's going to look when your reader gets it. I would not recommend for using it, even though it can be used for free to convert your Word document into an EPUB format. It's just going to come out looking terrible because of all of the extra symbols and stuff. So I would not recommend that. Scrivener is the next one. Scrivener was the one that I attempted to use when I discovered you can't use Word really to do this, but it didn't do the table of contents like I liked. And it also made, was a very confusing on a lot of other things and a lot of the style things in the formatting side just didn't quite work out for me. It maybe works great for you, but not for me. You can let me know below in the comments if it worked great for you. Then comes Vellum. And now Vellum is a really popular one and a rather easier one to use, but it can be a bit pricier and for, for most the average writer, but it could possibly be the easiest. And, and I've heard a lot of my clients say they really like Vellum. So I'm not saying anything against that. But the final one is Juto. And that's the one that I definitely recommend. It's really affordably priced at like $50. You can find my affiliate link below in the description for Juto. In addition, I have a course formatting made easy for authors. You'll find that below also in the description where I go through how to use Juto. In addition, I answer all questions you have as we continue through the process about how to use the tool. And if you want me to even go back and forth with you without even purchasing the course, we can actually do that through the group coaching or the one-on-one program where we're able to take a close look to make sure that it's exactly perfectly formatted. The thing I like with Juto is you can just click a single button, have the ebook, EPUB version. We can get the, to put out the, the PDF, the, uh, <clears throat> the PDF version you're going to need for your interior, for your hardcover, your paperback, for all the versions you're going to need, it's able to produce exactly those correct formats, and which is one of the reasons I really like this particular tool. And once you learn the basics of the tool, you just do it all yourself, and it's a one-time fee. So these are a lot of the reasons why you should definitely consider that tool. Does that make sense? The next is detailed step-by-step -step process for formatting an ebook. So the first thing is you need to prepare the manuscript. You should already have this editing and everything done. Does that make sense? And but, but then after that, we're going to convert it to the ebook format. For me, it means pulling this document straight into Juto, letting it strip away all of these, or these things that are in there that Word or other tools put inside of it to making sure it's completely clean and then putting it into that EPUB format. Then we're going to customize the formatting. We're going to look and see to make sure that we have exactly the things necessary to get the formatting flawlessly correct before we're going to put it out. <clears throat> the ebooks that I work with, when we put them onto Amazon, they get they go out there the first time. We never get them to say there's quality issues. It's just completely solved. And especially if you follow my, my tips regarding using Grammarly, the free tool, to go through to make sure it's not going to find anything, then I can guarantee you you're also not going to have any problems whatsoever uh, when moving through the process here. Uh, when it comes to getting your book on the market. Does that make sense? They're not going to reject it or anything, and so that's definitely worth <clears throat> considering. Next, designing your ebook cover. The first thing here is importance of a compelling cover design. You want one that really is going to be grabbing the attention and creating interest. The purpose of your cover is not to tell them about the story. It's simply to get them to click. When it comes to Amazon or any of these other platforms, your biggest challenge is not the idea of whether the contents of the book are great. It's whether or not they'll even click in the first place if they see the cover. And we need to make sure that it's looking professional and it's going to build the credibility that you need. You should differentiate your book cover from other ones to increase the discoverability. But at the same 
time, your ideal readers have already told us on Amazon which books they're purchasing. And based upon that, we can figure out the most, the best sellers, assuming they don't have more than a thousand reviews, like some celebrity putting a book out, we can see what your readers expect. So if it's a romance cover, you know exactly the type of people who are going to be on that cover. If it's a science fiction battle story, you should make sure it matches that exact genre and the best sellers. That's why whenever anyone asks me the question, well, should I use this cover or this cover? My first question will always be back. What are the best sellers in this exact genre or niche, what are, what do their covers look like? Because the ones that are selling the most copies, that's a great idea and a great starting point to figure it out. Next, you have do-it-yourself cover design, tips and tools like Canva. Now, using Canva is an amazing thing. That's actually where I started when I was trying to save money in the early days of self publishing. And Canva gives you the ability to use pre-built designs already there. Now they're charging a lot more now these days to do the same things, but you can still use their free designs and build really nice, excellent looking covers. Absolutely free. But if you have as little as, and this comes to the, the next point, which is hiring a professional cover designer, pros and cons. If you have a budget as little as $25, you can actually order on Fiverr amazing covers. You can find my exact cover designer for most of my books down below in the description, My the one I use on Fiverr in my affiliate link there. You should definitely check her out. She does amazing work for many of my clients. Everybody's very happy. She gives unlimited revisions. She'll go back and forth with you until you're completely satisfied. And the thing is, the problem with this is that it can be expensive if you don't have that but and you also involves a lot of the creativity uh, but you takes it away so you don't actually have to be all that creative let them do it they're the experts at this and you get this professional quality and the appeal of a professionally done thing and it's going to save you a lot of time and effort and increase your sales the downside of course is that you may have to go back and forth with them and if you don't have a budget for it well you're sort of out of luck on that one now are you okay Writing, next thing is writing a compelling book description. Now, this one is one of my favorite ones. And the first thing you need to remember is the role of a book description in selling your ebook. The role of the book is hooking potential readers. It's not about telling them about the story. So you need to hook them into this by using the, uh, a convey. You're going to be conveying the value proposition. What do they get from buying this book? Is it really exciting entertainment or is it going to solve a problem of theirs? And you're going to setting expectations and building interest. We do not want to deplete, deplete that tension they have with wondering whether this book will help them. We want to rather pull them in so they're actually willing to look around the page, look at the author bio, and click and buy the book. The next thing is the key elements of a compelling book description. It's going to be an engaging hook. It's going to have a clear synopsis of whatever the story is without really giving the details, but bring them right on in if it's fiction. And if it's nonfiction, we want compelling language and tone. We want to let them know we understand their problem. This is the solution, and here's the benefits of that particular problem. Now, examples of effective book descriptions, you can even use ChatGPT to help you formulate this, or Kindlepreneur also has stuff that helps with this exact thing. So I'll just give you an example. A riveting tale of love, betrayal, and redemption set against the backdrop of a war-torn Europe. Follow the intertwined lives of two star-crossed lovers as they navigate the treacherous landscape of espionage and sacrifice. Now you see how that would really pull someone in? But at the same time, I don't know what the story's about. It builds curiosity. What about this one? Step into a world of magic and mystery in this enchanting urban fantasy. Join a group of unlikely heroes as they uncover ancient secrets, battle supernatural creatures, and unravel the truth about their own hidden powers. Now, can you see just by hearing that, these descriptions really are going to pull you in and make you want to read more. So, 
choosing a self-publishing platform. This is one we haven't hit yet. You have an overview over the popular self-publishing platforms. Amazon KDP, which is, stands for Kindle Direct Publishing. That's my absolute most favorite. And then you have Smashwords, which was purchased also by draft to digital That's the next one. And then you have Apple Books is the final one we're going to be looking at today. And you have pros and cons of each of these platforms. Okay. So like Amazon KDP, it's got a massive distribution and it's the largest bookstore in the world. So this is something you definitely should consider for your ebook. But the cons, it's exclusivity requirements if you're going to go KDP select. And the problem with, with this is that if you do enroll, enroll your book, you can't sell your ebook on any other platform. Smashwords or draft to digital they give you a lot of positives, which would be massive distribution, even bigger, getting to libraries and things like that. But the cons are it's limited only ebooks, so it's not going to help much when it comes to your paperback books. But what about Apple Books? Apple Books, the pros would be access to this really large global audience, but the cons would be it's only limited to a single platform, the Apple platform, and we're still only talking about the ebook versions of it. Now, factors to consider when choosing a platform. The first thing is your pricing and royalties. That's one of the reasons I really like Amazon. They give a lot of money back. But on the pricing options, maybe some of these other ones like draft to digital they give you a lot more flexibility. Then you have platform policies and exclusivity. Some of the policies on Amazon KDP make it really difficult. They've been banning and uh, lots of accounts lately. And so you have to wonder, and you definitely don't want to go exclusive with them. You should go wide to these other distributors anyway. So no, don't just stick with one platform because if they do mess with your account, you want to make sure you have money coming in from the other ones. And the final is the distribution reach. Amazon by far has the biggest distribution, but by putting it on the other platforms in addition, you're able to ensure you're going to even get a really wide reach there as well. So setting up your account and uploading your ebook. So the first thing to remember is detailed step-by-step -step process for setting up an account on a self-publishing platform. You should choose a self-publishing platform, one of the ones we just mentioned. You need to sign up and provide the necessary information. You're probably going to need an email address and a phone number, and you're going to want to set up your author profile and upload your very first ebook, figuring out the exact standards they have and then uploading it. Then you have the process for uploading your ebook, cover design, and book description. You're, as we mentioned, you formatted your book, where you, you designed your cover, or you paid somebody to do it, and you're writing a compelling ebook description. Also, I would highly recommend using AI for that process of helping you make sure it's right. Now we have the pricing your ebook. You have factors to consider when setting an ebook price. The first thing is market research. Look at what the prices the other ones are selling for. You have the production costs and the royalty rates. That should consider what you're going to do. And also the perceived value in your reader's expectations. I personally like to raise my price as I see more sales happening. Then we have common pricing strategies and their effectiveness. And you have things like even free and discounted promotions in order to get people to get hooked on the first book in the series, for example, or just to get them so that they read your book, they like it, they get on your email list. That's another thing. Then you can do tiered pricing where your pricing changes based upon the, the different types of books that you have. And you have dynamic pricing where we're changing based upon the amount of sales that we're getting. You have Then we go to understanding royalties and how price affects them. Your royalty rates will definitely go up as prices increase. But then at the same time, if your price goes up too much, people may quit buying it and your royalties will decrease. We're trying to find this maximal revenue optimization. So many authors underprice their books, they assume that they have to charge a low price and that is a huge mistake. So marketing your self-published ebook. 
The first thing you remember is importance of marketing for self-published authors. You want visibility and discoverability. Make it easy for people to find the thing. You're going to be building an author brand and credibility as you're going along and driving book sales and long-term success by going through the marketing process. So many authors think that the, really the game is just about writing the book and that's it. And you are so mistaken. The marketing plays a massive role on what happens after that. Then we want, we're dealing with building an author platform and fan base. How do we do this? We engage with the readers on social media. We're offering valuable content to them for free, getting them on our email list, for example. And we're going to collaborate with influencers and other fellow authors to make sure to see if perhaps they will help promote our books in exchange that we promote theirs. So in conclusion, you can see there are a lot of steps involved in this entire process. And that's one of the reasons below in the description, you'll find my absolutely free self-publishing secrets checklist that will go through those steps to getting your book self-published and selling, which is a really important thing to remember when you're going along this, this whole entire process. My question for you is, what have you found most challenging when getting your ebook published and marketing? Thanks, and I'll see you in the next video.